my voice. Just how it is, unfortunately. Except for the parts that I do mumble, because like, there is parts where I do mumble. Most of it's mumbling, but that's okay. It is your brand. We're also not the only person that mumbles in this household. My brand! That's what I, I wanted you to do. I'm not going to do the bit. I'm annoyed with you. <laughs> You may talk louder than the podcast, but I feel like sometimes when I have a conversation to you, you're just like, me, 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 me. Oh, well, me, yeah, me, me. that's true. But me, I also me. know when to bring the voice. Me, me, me. And that's when we're recording something me, with our me, voices. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, why are you staring at me? Are you going to pet the cat? Why are you literally staring at me? What do you want? Pet me now. No. Pet me. (laughs) No. I wasn't asking. I was telling you. So, no. (laughs) Fine. Father, pet me. (laughs) Okay. What a brat. She's literally not shown herself all day. She gets what she wants from me. (laughs) Ew. Okay. (laughs) That's just a wet slap noise. Really hoping the mic picked up that one. It did. I heard it. Excellent. (laughs) The look of reproach on the dog's face, by the way, when she did that. (laughs) Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Okay. I'm going to stop petting you because you're getting into feisty bite mode. (laughs) Do you want to do the intro this time? For real this time? You uh, have to guide me, and by that I'll say, hello, welcome everybody to uh, Rated T for F Word. I am Spencer. And I'm Ariel. Good job. You did it. Um, yay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Red Z for Effort. We are a fan fiction podcast. I'm, I'm pretty sure I just established that, but I, that's fine. I know, but I go on autopilot at this Whoa. point, where this is episode nine. Hope you guys are coming back after our other episodes. And if you're not, if this is your first one, welcome. <laughs> also, why are you here? We're a weird place. This episode is going to be probably our weirdest yet, so stick around. Um... I hope you're all doing well. We don't really have a ton to talk about this week. Um, apologies in, ad- well, not in advance. So apologies in late at this point for being late again. Um, <laughs> I feel like this last... is just a pattern at our point. I mean, uh, we try. At least we're getting episodes out. That's more than some people. It's because we don't do things every week. We do things every other week. And it's always the week that we're supposed to post the podcast. Yeah, well, we also have been planning stuff. Because, like, once again, everything's opening up. So yeah. we we've been just super busy on our off days too so we just haven't really done a good job of catching up and i mean there's nothing to blame but ourselves but i, I guess sorry curse us for wanting to have a normal life again after being so good and never going out during quarantine not even for any cheats except the one cheat when we went to the aquarium and we paid for that because we got covid yeah anyway <laughs> Yeah, that was unfortunate. We did learn our lesson. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of stupid under hindsight, you know. <laughs> we were desperate for something to do. And they were social distancing. They were keeping their numbers low. We wore masks the whole time. I thought for sure it would be fine. But no, I, I don't know. Apparently a, ch- a small child breathed on us or something. I, I don't know. Because we were instant, basically instantly sick. A fish time. spit on us a couple of times. <laughs> a fish that was spit great. directly in their mouth. And then everybody clapped. <laughs> that is that's a meme i know that's a meme but <laughs> i was trying to be serious the fish did actually spit on us 
Did that happen? I forget. Yeah, we were at a... So, at the Cleveland Aquarium, they have a few... (laughs) Spoilers. Spoiler, we're in Cleveland, if no one knows that. Not everything is spoilers. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Anyway, we were at the Cleveland Aquarium, and they have some open tanks, and one of the fish... It was splashing for a while, but right. one time it actually spit water outside the tank at us. <laughs> it it honestly actually barely missed us, but it did splash like right next to us on the ground because it was pissed for some I do, reason. I do remember it that. It just now. did not like people looking at it. <laughs> but that was uh, to great. be fair, if it was me, I wouldn't either. Anyway, um, so let's go ahead and check right along. I'm excited for this week's trope. Um, and I'm it's, Spencer. <laughs> it's one I've Good. been. Um, I've been keeping in my back pocket for a really good day. I was going to keep it. I was going to use it as our 10th episode um, special, but I'm a little tired this week. So I was like, fuck it. I need to pick me up. I need Spencer to listen to something awful. So Spencer, please tell me what is the trope A-B-O? I have to get my bad joke out of the way first. Go ahead. You always tell me to empty out my pockets before you throw them in the laundry. Why were you keeping this in your back pocket? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a bad joke. I didn't say it was going to be good. Now you got to find me a, a fucking soundbite of Badumtis on the drums so I can play that. No, that's, that was... That's your job. <laughs> that's as cheesy as my joke was. I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, what was the... Um, a B O, and if you're completely stumped, I'll give you another hint, but it's not going to help me much either. A B O. A B O. It's A slash B slash O. That wasn't the hint, was it? No. Okay. It's also called Omegaverse, which is a term I know you know. Yeah. Vaguely, but I also know you don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just that it's infamous. A B O. Yeah. Uh, who's Abo? <laughs> um. You don't have to guess if you have nothing. <laughs> Saying nothing is an option. Alcoholic body odor? <laughs> Ew. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I knew you wouldn't get it, which is why I not only picked a good trope, I picked a good fandom this week. Um, I really pulled out all the she stops. Just, she just doesn't want me to get any more points. She's cheating at this He's point. He's so close. He's half a point away from getting a second story. You're going to get it. I mean... I know I am, but it's still not fair that you're cheating. <laughs> I'm not cheating. I I gave you what it was called, Omegaverse. My I could have just left it as ABO. My coworker slash friend is named Addo. Does it have anything to do with that? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. Anyway, ABO, um, this definition is from fanlore.org, is a kink trope wherein okay. some or all people have defined biological roles based on a hierarchical system with the terms originating from animal behavior research. So ABO stands for Alpha, Beta, Omega. Oh. So it's based on bad wolf science. That that study that was debunked by the guy who originally posted the study about alphas, betas, and omegas. However... You mean the very simple thing where if, like, someone read, like, two more paragraphs, they realized, (laughs) oh, shit, I just decided to stop because I got lazy and didn't realize there was more research on this topic. No, it was more that he he thought he saw something in his first study and he passed it out. It became wildly popular. And then later, with more research, he realized, oh, shit, this actually isn't a thing. Um, There isn't Uh, these defined things. They all... 
all of the entire pack takes, takes care of each other. There's not these defined roles, but the the idea stuck around. Um, yeah, even... that's pretty much what I was summarizing. Is yeah. like someone read about the story where it's like, oh, there's all these features, and if you would have read like one more paragraph, you would realize that this was all debunked. Well, nobody cares about so the debunking. <laughs> they just care about the weird sex crap that we can <laughs> that we can force into you know human society for fun. You know, the white male. <laughs> premises of being alphas well that's the th- interesting thing about um avo is that it's not really just a fan fiction thing it's just kind of an idea that persists in our culture um i feel like humans honestly kind of embody it more than any animal would just because you know we have the ability to to decide to be it the the difference with abo is that it's not like an idea of somebody just being an alpha you know like a dude bro or being an omega being like small and submissive it's actually biologically and reinforced in this trope um to the point where it's sometimes referred to as a secondary gender um and we'll talk more about that because not everybody takes that route some apply it more as like a rank which is i feel like the weirder take but a lot of people kind of downplay it it's just it's kind of it's just a part of you you know you can be you can identify any way you want as a gender but your your role as being either an alpha a beta or omega is defined by biology and in at least every story i've read of this i'm not going to say every single one because fan fiction does tend to be kind of um mutable like it it, the ideas move quickly and with our current culture in terms of how we view gender and binaries and stuff like that and it's just dissolving quicker and quicker every day I have a feeling eventually maybe with even in the next five years ten years this trope which is which is fairly new by the way this trope hasn't been around that long but I have a feeling even within that time frame it's probably going to break down where there's more of a transitive property to it where you can, you know, you can supersede one's biological role. You know, if you were born Omega, maybe you can become a Beta. Um, but right now, in terms of, like I said, at least the stuff I've read, that is not the case. It's defined and that is what you are. Deal with it. Is there anything like a Chromega where it's just like, <laughs> I don't care what alphas say and just <laughs> just tell them to tell off or something stupid? Well, I, I hate mean... I hate the alpha mentality and this yeah. world we live in where it's just like you get so annoyed with them and you just want to be like, dude, just shut up. Just stop <laughs> acting the way you act. Yeah, I mean, so some of the stories I I've so seen. Tired. Well, we'll talk about it more when we get into the story. So some people kind of try to play with it a little bit and like, you know, omegas are typically defined as being shy, um, you know, real submissive. In most stories, it's male-male pairings. So the omega is also able to get pregnant. So mpreg is really popular with ABO. Um, so omegas are usually seen as like shy, quiet, you know, wallflowers that need to be defended. Alphas are usually, you know, just constantly roaring and raging with emotion. Betas are just normal. Um, but some people do try to, I guess, to kind of be a little more creative with it. Like if somebody's an alpha, but they're, you know, they try to be sweet. Um, we actually, the story I have today is, it's kind of a subversion a little bit, which is why I picked it. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. But I did want to just... I just want just... there to be a, a type where it's just like, this is all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't pick. I mean, it's I what your bi- it's what your biology says, um, which is why I don't like it. But I did want to just note a couple of important things. Like I said, 
ABO is a fairly new trope. It really didn't start until about 2011, from what I could find, because it started in the supernatural fanfiction yeah. realm, like so many things do. Um, it gained a lot of traction in Super Hulock. Um, that was just the era of fanfiction back then. Everything was Super Hulock. Everything was crossed with super Supernatural. But yeah, it got started there. Um, there are also... So... ABO is sometimes called its own genre because it has so many little tropes that tie into it. So like cliches of the genre that you expect to be there. So uh, they're all basically sexual um, and they are in some ways defined by wolf anatomy <laughs> or wolf behavior, which again, I, I stress is not actually how it works but it's it's the you know it's what people understand about it so a couple of things you'll hear that come up often is nodding i was like is nodding gonna be involved <laughs> in the story or not it is it's not involved in this story but it's involved in the trope um heat cycles you know for like things that when you try to find stories that embarrass me you go really like lighthearted on all of these well so the problem the, is the dirtiest we've ever gotten was with cars I, well how did we do that with cars there is a trope later on and if you guys have looked at the tier list, you'll know which one I'm talking about. That is um, entirely explicit. The whole point of it is being explicit. So yeah, we will get there. But the problem with ABO is that it's hard to find one-shots for it that isn't just straight porn. Um, it, the porn is kind of part of it, but there's a lot of behavior that goes into this trope that is really best seen outside of sex. Um, or at least I feel it's more interesting that way. So the one-shots tend to be hard to find because most people when writing in this genre and with this trope tend to write really long form. So I had to find a story, and it was hard, that was, you know, that got a lot of points about ABO right out the gate, which a lot of people don't do because a lot of the times with fan fiction, you're talking about, like, the world that you're writing in first. Um, well, let's get in the nitty gritty. Let's get down to. I also just wanted stack. to mention a couple other things that appear are heat cycles. Um, so heat cycles in both males and females. Um, the males it tends to be more like rutting behavior for females. It's usually more of like an estrus cycle. So like basically when they're ovulating, but it's more obvious that they're in these cycles. So like their behaviors change. There's usually some kind of scent that they give off, pheromones, crap like that. Um, scent marking is also another thing that comes up a lot. So um, also claiming bites is one you see a lot tagged. So once a pair get together, an alpha and omega, um, the alpha will bite the omega to mark them, to claim them, basically. So another alpha doesn't take them. I'm glad you're explaining this actually to our followers because <laughs> I actually, unfortunately, know all of these terminologies already. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard of all these things. And I'm like, yeah, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay. I know this. Um, well, let's go ahead and move on to the story. Then you guys are gonna hear some quick elevator music. Um, when we come back, I'm unfortunately gonna have to explain some shit, um, mostly to our listeners, but a little bit to Spencer because the story I found today is an Undertale AU fic. Mm. <laughs> I told you I went all out for this episode to cheer myself <laughs> it's, up. It's not bad. It's just there's so much to always unravel <laughs> the yep. amount of fix that have come out of that where it's just like, well, I don't I know. know if I'm going to honestly follow. Oh, you will. Don't worry. So we'll be right back.
Okay. So, um, a couple of ground rules to lay out for this story quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, this is an Undertale, which is a video game. It is an alternate universe fan fiction. So, AUs are really popular with Undertale. Um, In kind of, unfortunately, the same way that AUs were really popular in the Onesler fandom... Um, because it's got a really ravenous fan base, but not a lot of content to sate them, like canon content. Um, so they kind of make their own and eventually it kind of becomes their entire personality. So these, these writers who are using the universe, creating their own AUs really just want to write their own story, but they've just invested so much time into Undertale that they just make it part of Undertale. And I say this with full disclosure, I have made my own Undertale alternate universe as well, so I know what I'm talking about. But I've heard a lot of fandoms <laughs> and make them really get angry at me. But can I just put out there that uh, Undertale has a lot more content <laughs> than the Onesler does in general? Oh, of course. I know, but they're just, they're similar feels, especially because the fandom around the Onesler is very similar, I feel, to the fandom that is around Sans. And this story is a Sans story. Um, specifically, it With you, <laughs> there would be nothing else with you for Undertale. <laughs> That's not true. I like a lot of the papyrus they use, too. I do. I, yeah. They're not okay, in this no. story, though, because it would be too many characters. I say that my Undertale AU story has over 30 different characters in it. Um... So this one deals with the normal She sands. said that with embarrassment, but she also said that with some pride. In oh, her. absolutely pride. I am super proud because most of these stories only have like the three main fandoms or the three main universes, which is what's in this one. Mine has a shit ton. So these are this one features like the A tier fandoms. So there's the classic universe, which is just normal Undertale. Normal Sands and Papyrus. And then I'd say probably the next most popular AU is Underfell, which Spencer is familiar with because I cosplayed a character from it. Um, but Underfell, the Sands of that universe is referred to as Red. Um, I should specify all of these Sands are in the universe at the same time together, even though they're basically all the same person. They treat each other as individuals because, I mean, you would too if you met a, basically a clone of yourself. Um, so that one is referred to as Red. He comes from a universe where everybody fights constantly, you know, to establish dominance. Um, the resources were really limited in the underground, so that's why they're like that. And then the next most popular is Under Swap. Um, so the sands of this universe is named Blue. Um, and the gist of that one is basically the all of the characters have swapped personalities in their universe. So it's basically the same as the normal canon, except everybody's personalities are swapped. So in this case, Papyrus and Sans swap personalities. So the Sans is basically Papyrus. <laughs> it makes more sense when you're reading it. But I just wanted to lay the groundwork. They are all technically the same character, but they are all also different characters as well. It's important for the story. So with that said, <laughs> we can finally go ahead and start with the story. Uh, this one's going to be a little long, guys. Uh, I just, the best I could find, I'm not going to read all of it, but this stories about seven thousand words um i, I feel like AU's is really i was honestly looking it up on my phone i'm not gonna lie is pretty much the guy who's on polygon that does the unraveled section if you just go on <laughs> youtube and watch unraveled there's like a video specifically where it's like how to do... tell apart all 596 fire emblem characters i should do a brian david gilbert like style 
like podcast episode about the Undertale years because I know a shit done. Because that's that that's literally the Undertale <laughs> thing. Like she's made me watch a couple of videos, and yeah. there's like it's pretty much just like how to categorize all 596 sands, just sands, not everybody else, just sands, and then well, everyone else after that. I mean, that. all of the universes do include all the characters, but I mean, sands of papyrus oh, are always the blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean. I even like some of the, like the D tier AUs. Like my story includes. Um, an AU called Ocean Tale, which is just... That's a uh, Sonic fan fiction <laughs> mixed with uh, Papyrus and Sands, where Tails no. makes love with Sands. Ah, no, it's um, they're all pirates. Nope, that was right. <laughs> Don't listen to her. I have this vast knowledge. One I like of, mine better. One of these options is stupid, and it's the one I said. <laughs> just Undertale except Pirates is just very funny. Anyway. Um, it's actually pretty good. I would probably watch Oh, yeah, it's, it's a actually a lot of fun. Um, writing those characters is super fun. Uh, anyway, so this story is called Tis the Season of Harvest by Candle Wax. One word. So um, is this about Christmas or is this about like autumn harvest? Or... The second one, weirdly. This is like a... Wow, was This is like right. Undertale Cross with Stardew Valley, but the, the author never fully gets their idea across it. This one's... This is a dead fic. It's multi-chapter, but we're not reading all of it. Immediately when you read this title, it just made me think of um, Over the Garden Wall <laughs> with like the weird harvest episode. <laughs> no, it's, it's very wholesome farm setting. Okay. Anyway. Continue, because I know this is a long one. You, yeah. you told me this was a long one. Yeah. All right. So, cicadas buzzed in the open valley. Butterflies butterflies flowed freely, and ants scurried. For every scrap of food, a small skeleton monster threw at them, leaning over the side of the road and humming to himself. The sparkly-eyed skeleton chipped away nuts from his nutrition bar and tossed it gently in their paths, watching as their antennas tickled the surface, then clamped their mandibles around the salty peanut and disappeared into the tall, uncut grass. Take all you can, but eat all you take, girls. He lifted a phalange, pointing squarely, and say hi to the queen for me. He waved a goodbye. This is Blue. He's very sweet. <laughs> and he's very good writing, but... Very un- well written in this Very story. good writing. <laughs> very unnecessary amount of time speaking oh, about ants. Yeah, yeah. Just putting that out there. Oh, I know. It's to set the scene. I thought this was actually a pretty good scene setter. A lot of these stories are just kind of boring. I should also I specify, I wasn't ants, specifically. I, more boring than... I wasn't specifically trying to find an AU for this story. I was trying to just find Undertale because there's discourse we can talk about after the fact, but they're all AU stories. I couldn't get away from them. Anyway, Blue, get your ass over here, screamed a scratchy voice from behind, mimicking a thick Brooklyn accent. And no, I'm not doing the accent. <laughs> but this you know why, you know a, which one that is though this is why you have me read the stories because <laughs> i will go out of my way to do all the accents for literally all the characters well i'm i'm picking around the some of the words here i'm not reading all of it which is why i have to do it but blue turned just in time <laughs> to watch his other blue counterpart whack red in the head unimpressed and irritated at the poor display of dominance Blue held in a laugh as he watched the sharp-toothed skeleton glare at their leader, but did nothing to him. Language, Red. You're the reason we're here in the first place, he growled, his one cyan eye light blazing, challenging Red to annoy him further. I told you over and over I got scammed, he threw his hands out defensively, baring his teeth. You came back home drunk with four bags of mustard. Okay, so in the in Undertale, Sans drinks an entire bottle of ketchup in front of you at one point just to kind of freak you out, but the fandom has interpreted that as Sans drinks ketchup like it's liquor. 
It's so, like Pikachu in love with ketchup in the Pokemon <laughs> series. Kind of. There, I made a little weird reference. But each of, of course, each of the AUs has to have their own condiment that they drink. So Red drinks mustard. I think the weirdest one, um, Gaster Sands drinks barbecue sauce. Or maybe that's, maybe that's Swapful. I can't remember. It also doesn't Sorry, fucking matter. Sorry, been taken, but I call pickle relish. <laughs> God. My favorite one is the um, Underswap Papyrus drinks honey. Because he's so sweet. <laughs> Which is why everybody uses <sighs> the nickname Honey for the main character when they're with Stretch. That's so cringy. I love it. I said you're horrible. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I mean, like, the whole premise of the joke for Sweet Tooth is literally because he <laughs> he eats maple syrup. So they call him Sweet Tooth because he likes sweet things in adorable. there. So it's like, <sighs> but at the same time, aw, that is, that is cute. It's, it's the most thought out one out of all of them. But they also inexplicably made him a smoker for no reason at all. <laughs> Go on. Anyway, Sans rolled his eye lights, completely done with red. He flipped over his map book, blowing what? Like I'm completely done with the story. <laughs> we haven't even started. Blowing away the thick layer of dust encasing the pages. This map book that's been horribly bleached by the sun was their only hope of survival. As far as their eye sockets could see, there was only open land and probably some forest if they squinted. He sighed. This was useless. They were at least a day's worth of traveling on foot away from society, with no water, very little food, and dead electronics. They either had to wait for some poor muck, I think they mean schmuck, to drive them, or walk a whole day, parched and starving. Their feet were already sore from walking a few miles, pushing their blue, old, rusted truck in hopes to find some sort of help. Maybe a stranded working payphone or a gas station. Seriously, what kind of genius would put a truck this bad for rent? And more, what kind of idiot would rent it? Sands glanced at the open hood of the truck, watching red stuff his sharp phalanges in, rummaging and growling to himself. He had taken off his black parka, currently only wearing his red t-shirt and black golden striped shorts. He tapped around gingerly praying that no oil would splatter on his sleek white, white, red, and yellow sports shoes. So a weird amount of detail paid to Red and none of the other characters. Oil completely covered his hands, and he ran almost to his elbows, and he ran almost to his elbows, and sweat ran down his skull. He's working on the car. Sands <laughs> turned to watch Blue rising up, dusting his naked phalanges from the pasty dirt that covered the roadside. The kid usually wore a pair of gloves and a scarf, but he had taken them off from the heat from the sun. For such a pretty green place, it sure was hot. Quit wasting our resources, Blue, Sands warned. It's not wasting if somebody eats it, Blue argued. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> she's weirdly good characterization of Blue. Most just treat him like he's a baby. Even though, I he's mean, he's a baby. <laughs> kind of. I mean, he's supposed to be Papyrus, basically. But Papyrus proved so plenty innocent. in the game Got that it. he wasn't that he was innocent, but not stupid. Yeah. A lot of people treat him as stupid. So kind of daft, but not really. Yeah, they're ants, dumbass. They can find food elsewhere. It's their job. Red grunted. Kind of like it was your job to rent a working car for us with the money I gave you, Sands retorted, leaning against the vehicle door. He, along with the other two, put his blue hoodie in the back seat of the truck. Sands picked through the book, his eyes scattering and confused. He was a scientist for Asgore's sake. He should be able to read this stupid map. Finally, a single page that was highlighted opened to him. Sands almost jumped up in pure joy before his soul drowned in dismay. Black markings scribbled across the entire page, doodles mocking him, his brother, and the other skeletons on their way, on their way to this trip. Save for a familiar toothy one. Sands shortcutted behind Red. Shortcutting is what 
the fandom refers to as Sans' ability to teleport. Gripping the hood lid before slamming it down on his head. <laughs> Red recoiled, turning around with the intent to main before Sans held him still with his blue magic. You're a real comic, you know that? Sans' smile strained, magic flaring, flaming in his twitching eye socket. Let go of me before I pull one of my, bl- one of my blasters on your head, Red snarled, struggling to free himself. Look at this. Sans shoved the book in his, in his face. What brilliant idea did you have for sketching all over our only way out? Red scanned the map, his rabid demeanor dripping, dropping. That wasn't me. It says Red was here in the corner. Fuck. <laughs> absolutely something he would do. He's a moron. <laughs> Which is why he's my favorite. Sans walked away, collecting himself. He watched the ra- rather wonderful view of the puffy white clouds slowly passing a stark blue sky and took a few deep breaths before letting Red go. Sans pulled up the map. He noticed past the mustache and monocle doodle of Stretch was a red point placed place named Humbug Town. I love Humbug Town. I wonder if a Humbug Town exists in the American Midwest. It probably does. <laughs> he stared at the dot before making a decision. He closed the book and turned to see Red sitting on the hood, using a dirty white cloth to wipe away the oil, a pissed expression etched across his skull. I got an idea, but you gotta come with me, Red. Blue, you stay here, Sans ordered, placing the map under his arm. Blue looked up. Looked up. Blue, who, Blue, who was munching away on another nutrition bar, looked up. Crumbs stuck to his cheekbones. Me, he sputtered, alone here in the heat with the possible chance of a chainsaw killer attacking. His round cerulean eyelights flickered back and forth from each end of the lengthy road. Oh, please, you got more chance of running into a human alpha than a chainsaw killer. Red rolled his crimson eyelights. A human alpha, Blue cowered, chattering, <laughs> chattering on his phalanges. Blue had heard the terrifying stories of big, strong, and commanding human alphas who stole monster omegas for sport. They were dangerous and best to be avoided. Red quit scaring the kids. Sans shook his head. There'll be no human alphas anywhere here. There's only 10% of them in the entire world. You'll be fine. I think they mean like only 10% of the population is alpha, is an alpha. That's kind of the numbers most people use. 10% alpha, 10% omega, the rest beta. <laughs> but it's, beta. it's implied that monsters are almost exclusively omega though um at least in this story Hmm. which is it's weird that's not usually the case i'm not a kid and even if i was a human elf and even if there was a human alpha i'll have no problem facing them i'm not scared blue declared oh my god look a human alpha red shrieked pointing behind blue where (laughs) blue tucked eyed sockets blown wide he would not he is a brave boy Red snickered while Blue straightened himself back up, his cheekbones warming. Knock it off, Sans rolled his eyelights and walked to Blue, placing a hand on his shoulder. Look, Blue, I need you to stay with the truck. Me and Red are going to head to the town down there. It's about, a hand- it's about a handful of miles. We'll be back in a couple of hours. Hours, both Red and Blue babbled in unison. Hours, Sans finalized. You seriously can't expect me to walk for that long, Red growled. What? It's the story of the, I think it's the Scarlet Letter where they had that giant letter on them. It's just like Alpha's walking around with a giant A <laughs> on the top of it. Their head, like, I'm a human Alpha. No, nothing like that. Booga booga booga. They consent Alphas though, and Alphas consent oh, Omegas. Okay. okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then they usually notice Betas by lack of ascent, from from what it seems like. <laughs> you don't carry ascent. Normal, basically. You normie. <laughs> Normies. <laughs> 
How long can I, how can I stay alive for that long, Blue Whimpered? You two are being dramatic. Let's go before it gets dark. I want to get to the papyruses before they beat us to Ebbet. I love when they refer to them as the papyruses. Not most fics don't bother to do that. All of the papyrus. <laughs> Some people even change papyruses to papyri, which I really hate. I really, really hate. <laughs> all of the papaps. Just call, just call them by their names. They all have names. It's part of the fun of the fandom is giving them nicknames. Sans went around the truck and opened the door, rummaging through his baggage. Thanks to Red for renting the broken truck and Blue for not charging or even packing our phones. We're going to take a while. Red hopped off the hood, groaning, All right, all right, only because I can't take this damn heat no more. And stop with the heading. My skull still sore. Still sore. My OC is... <laughs> what was your Undertale? Undertale uh, AUB. Mine is Siesta Papyrus. He has an Irish accent. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> um... <laughs> I broke Ariel. Yeah, Congratulations. Those two don't go together. There is a papyrus though that um it's Dance Tail. He uh he has a mustache. Remember <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. It's kind of partially why I made that joke. <laughs> well no, that, that that clip I showed you of the uh the Undertale but in but telenovela it was telenovela tale. That's what yeah, that's a yeah. that's a joke. But there is a papyrus that is basically that he uh, he does tango dancing because in Dance Tale everybody instead of fighting they dance. Um, so Sans is like a b boy, and uh, papyrus tango dances, and he has a stupid fake mustache. It's hilarious. I actually that one's in my story. I, I make them less stupid, or at least I try to. I thought I dreamt about. The telenovela tale. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was all like, ah. Uh, no, like, it wasn't a dream. <laughs> horrible dream that. That was brought up as a joke for that series. Um, the words that were coming to my head before that was hot dream, wet dream. Like, nope, no, both of those, no. not what I was going to say. <laughs> no, that one was brought up as a joke for that series. Um, Nightmare, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> people now actually genuinely write in Ooh. it. Because and I punched my mic. Don't mind me, they guys. they liked it. Anyway. Oh, da, 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 da. Blue fidgeted, making uncertain and worried noises. Red snarled at the Omega, who flinched. Like he said, there's no human alphas here. Red paused with a devious smirk. But if you do happen to run into one, you better run, because your life depends on it. Human alphas chew on our bones like beef jerky. <laughs> Blue's eyes began to... <laughs> Beef jerky sounds good right now. <laughs> Blue's eyes began to began sweating nervously and ice-cold fear spreading across his soul. Let's go, Red. Sand sounded very tired. Good luck, little Mega. Red snickered, slouching and walking off. Sorry to get off topic, but I also have to have some sort of conversation once in a while You're fine. in the middle of these stories. So I was listening to my other podcast ah. uh, today, which is um, a D&D podcast, and unfortunately, they were talking about Quiznos, and all oh, I could think about all no. day, I was just like, "I miss Man, Quiznos." I fucking want Quiznos right now. Oh. After you said beef jerky, I'm like, "No, oh, I want Quiznos." Fuck you. Quiznos sounds so good. Ugh, I'm hungry now. All right. <laughs> Blue felt Blue felt a flush of embarrassment across his cheekbones. Red is such a jerk and a hypocrite. The three of them were all Omegas, so why wasn't he scared of them as he was? He wished he had the same confidence and carelessness as Red did. He got plenty of confidence, babe. I don't know. This person is good at writing blue and also bad at understanding blue. All right. Let's see. We're going to skip a little bit. So you can already kind of see um, 
So I think it was Soulmate AU that I had mentioned to you that it's a trope that kind of supersedes basically anything else in the fandom, like the con- the con- the canon content of the fandom, where it's just kind of like it really does become its own universe at that point because it's such an important fabric of just their normal everyday life that it's just it it kind of it becomes more important than the canon. Omegaverse is kind of like that where they talk about it so much the idea of being an alpha, being an omega, interacting with somebody from a different, you know, a different class as you, um, that it it really does kind of come up all the time, which this story definitely does. I feel like it doesn't do it productively, but it is consistent. <laughs> so that's something you'll continue to see with the rest of the story. So let's. It let's seems move like. On the premises they're going to get to just be the alphas and omegas one of them they're gonna run into someone i'm assuming who do you think it's gonna be is it gonna be the main character it might be is it gonna be the love interest is it gonna be the reader i don't know (laughs) i mean if if they wanted to make it more interesting they could have just made like a human version of undyne and and made that the alpha (laughs) instead of just the main character but i undyne, i think we're all going undyne is always always dating alfies in these stories even if it's not important these stories are always tied uh, always tagged alphas slash undyne anyway i mean yeah that's fair i just <laughs> they are O-T-P. undyne uh, undyne is just a big alpha in general kind of 90 percent of the time yeah so it's just <laughs> she's fitting that uh, i love her i know where the story's My going beautiful I, I fish got wife. I, I got you. I know what you're laying down. Let's continue. <laughs> Blue turned to find another truck coming toward his way, a bright red one. It looked well kept after, much better than the truck next to him. He hopped up happily, standing close to the road and sticking his thumb out. What? It, just continue. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> I'm just thinking uh, if this is going to be the main character of this red truck, I'm just yeah. imagining this small child driving this huge no. ass red truck like, no, no, no just wait. Over here, help, he waited eagerly. The car sped up a little. Blue had a strange feeling that this might be an alpha. Why? But he passed, he pushed down that feeling. It's just another beta, like Sands and Red would say. One of millions. Definitely not an alpha. The truck pulled over in front of him. He squinted to see who was driving, but the sun glared in the windshield, blinding him and making the driver appear as a shadow. The truck rumbled gently. Heat spilled from the grill, and ashy tires spat up more dust on Blue. He backed up as he heard the engine go quiet and a pull of keys jingling from inside. Thank you for pulling over. I thought I would have to wait all day for my friends to come back. I'm very lucky to have you to have you here, Blue waved at the shadow. The black figure opened the door with a click. Under the door, he saw large black rubber mud boots stomping out. For a second, something felt off. It's just another beta, Blue reminded himself. I don't believe we've had a proper introduction. My name is Blue. He stood rigidly, his breath short. Holy cla- holy cow, you're a fully-fledged monster, a woman, it seems. Human. Her voice is sweet and a bit scratchy, and her smile, warm and inviting, beamed at the, sm- at the short skeleton. The human towered over him, his head reaching her bosom. <laughs> sure. <laughs> she donned a simple, loose, white t-shirt and jean shorts. She stuck her hand out to him, definite muscles shifting under her bronze skin. Blue hesitantly shook her hand and noticed how firm and strong her handshake was. Name's YN. Are you stranded here alone? I'm not going to say your name. It's just going to be YN. (laughs) 
Mm, okay. This is a reader story, so that's why I, it's YN. That's fine. Yeah, she don't yeah. got a name. But she's so got my a brain description. When you said that uh, your name, uh-huh. I, my brain me- immediately went to yes, no. And I'm like, okay, I guess that makes <laughs> sense with that type of character. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. No your, your name. Okay, I, I get it now. Blue took a second to rec- to recollect himself, smiling widely. Um, yes, I mean, no, my friends are sure to come back. No kidding, there's more of you running around? Which way did they go? She stared at him with half-lidded eyes, seeming very l- relaxed and at ease. Blue pointed behind him. Shoot, that's Humbug. I live a few minutes away from there. Need a ride? I don't mind a hitchhiker or two. Blue gulped, his spine tingling nicely. She was friendly and not at all aggressive, but her musk was strong and potent. An alpha. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, darn. Who could have foreseen? <laughs> what are the odds? That's literally in the story. <laughs> I was just kidding, game. Or game. I was just kidding, story. Blue avoided her eyes, suddenly nervous. Yes, please. We were traveling to Ebbett when our truck broke down. You're a long way from Ebbett, but not to worry. I'll take you to your friends. Come on. Her boots stepped heavily as she turned back around. He watched her hand motion motion him si- inside the truck. They both entered the truck. Sands scented flowers from the air freshener and some fake pink Hawaiian flowers hanging from the rearview mirror. This is a weird moment where she actually calls him Sands. Um, so some stories... I was like, wait, wasn't this just blue? It's blue. Wait, what? So <laughs> okay. some stories where there are these... Um, reverse harem fix will have the main character call each of them by their actual names so either sans or papyrus when they're alone the reason they don't when they're in a big group is obviously because that's everybody's name um so and they have these tell everybody apart so they do right, it like so that. they have these cute little nicknames in my story instead of doing that um i have it more that she has her own nicknames for them so it's kind of like she's renaming them so it's a little it's a little more personal but you don't have the added confusion of saying sans or papyrus and it being any of them. (laughs) So I think, I think this is probably just a slip, not an actual indication here. Um, Buckle up. She winked, pulling the seatbelt and securing herself. Blue fell silent. Usually the other skeletons told him that he could talk and talk for days on end, but today he just couldn't find himself to talk. What are your friend's names? Oh boy. She smelled good. (laughs) Ew. Sands and red, I guess. She smelled like fresh wheat and mud layered with sweat earned no doubtedly from weeks of labor as a farmhand. I was going to say, well, maybe she smells like a pretty perfume. And then they describe <laughs> like, it. I'm like, nope, she smells like mind. she works on a farm. <laughs> but the point is that it's an omega that. smelling an alpha. <laughs> Colors in a font. You musters have a way with names, that's for sure. She started the car up, the engine bursting with life. I know a guy who owns a pickup truck. He'll be willing to help you guys tow your truck out. She pulled out of the roadside and started her way out. Are you an alpha? Blurted at the small skeleton, nervous and absolutely curious. What a weird thing to just ask out of nowhere. I I feel like how they're writing blue in this this uh, this story, though, is something that they would just blurt out like that. Just like he's so nervous. Awkward, yeah, but he's, yeah, he's not nervous. That's that's the weird thing. Like, I feel like they kind of. But the way that they're writing it, it, it yeah. does make sense. I yeah. can understand that that canonically the character is not like that. Yeah. But he's nervous in this case. <laughs> that's how he is in this case. <laughs> she raised her brows in, suspri- in surprise before pulling a smile. Oh, man, you guys have that dynamic, too. Glad to know we're not the only ones. She means humans and monsters. 
She cleared her throat, perhaps a bit self-consciously. And yeah, I'm an alpha. Are your friends omegas too? Too. So she can smell their ranks. I don't like the word rank here. Of course she can. <laughs> nice rank, alpha. dude. <laughs> well, rank is a weird way to put it. Rank has like the connotation of like you can move up or down. I know. It's not assigned. These roles oh, are wait. assigned. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no. Rank is a weird way. I think they meant yeah. role. I think that's just poor word choice. <clears throat> yep, though Red doesn't like being one, Blue wondered why. Being an alpha seemed like a lot of work. Alphas always seem to constantly fight for the top in the city. Are there any other alphas or omegas this side of the state? Blue asked curiously. Nope, just me. Just my luck, too. That way there's no alphas for me to fight or omegas for me to uh, claim. Can you imagine that? Good thing I'm not too close to that kind of commotion in the big cities. I'm surprised you didn't know we had those ranks in our species. Monsters were constantly followed by some sort of video recorder and posted everywhere on social media. We're always on the news, Blue said. Oh yeah? I wouldn't know. Me and my town don't really use tech that much. Then how did you find out monsters exist? Newspaper, she replied simply. Blue smiled, eye sockets crinkling. The more they talked, the more he felt at ease. I don't know why this conversation is boring. <laughs> After all, the stories Blue heard about human alphas were told by Red, who enjoyed making, who enjoyed getting a reaction out of him. Maybe human alphas weren't so bad. Next chapter. Human alphas are the worst. <laughs> Not even five minutes. Five minutes, and already she's joking up a storm. All farm-related and all terrible. What farm animal keeps the best time? A watchdog. You can't... Why can't the bankrupt farmer complain? Because he's got no beef. What new crop did the farmer plant? Beats me. These are all puns. It, it's easier to see in writing because they always italicize the part that's a pun. Has Blue never hung out with regular Sam's before? Or? <laughs> Remember, he's a papyrus. Papyrus doesn't like puns. Oh, Okay. Yep. It's a weird dynamic. That's why for a long time I did not like Underswap. Under, it's, under, it's grown on me. Fuck. Under, Undertale's OU stuff. <laughs> you really need to just be on top of everything to fully like <laughs> yeah. comprehend the worst part what about what sometimes. Underfell and Underswap is that they're community fandoms as well. Meaning nobody can really like pinpoint who started it. Like who's the originator. It was so quickly adopted by the larger fandom that it really just belongs to everybody now. But to that point, people can also put their own spin on Fell and Swap, and they do all the time. So there's no canon, at least not one that's easier to narrow down in, like, the smaller, like, B and C tier um, AUs. Like, uh, for example, a really popular one everybody likes is Ink Sands. He's got two kind of counterparts: Error Sands and Fresh Sands. <laughs> You've explained this to me personally yes. multiple times. But... If you guys want a fucking trip, go look up Ink, Error, and Fresh. Um, Fresh is my favorite. Just go look up all the AU's of Sands. <laughs> no, Just because be like... then they'll be doing that for the rest of their lives. <laughs> but those three in particular um, are made by two two people who worked kind of in conjunction with each other, so they have a really tight backstory. So they're interesting. The, the rare case where people default to the creator in terms of, is this canon? Anyway. <clears throat> Blue groaned, slouching over dramatically and scowling. I should have never told you that my brothers love puns. My brother loves puns. 
you're all the better for it. I, and I just assumed, as cultured as your brother sounds, that you'd share the same refined tastes as him, she smirked, watching him gasp, positively offended. Refined? Human, I assure you that my style and tastes are as fine as aged wine. He inwardly winced at the little play of words he did, a favorite of his brother's. You see, he refers to him as brothers there. <laughs> Usually... The AU counterparts refer to each other as brothers, and the greater ones as their cousins. But I don't. It doesn't matter. No, please but this don't. One, this one's trying to play it both I can't, ways. I can't handle that. <laughs> Let's just go on. Please don't try to make me think of brothers, cousins, actual brothers, and yeah, actual cousins. Well, it's like they're trying to play it both ways here. They can't have it both ways. The human <laughs> chuckled. The way the vanishing sun lit her face made Blue's soul stop for a beat. Oh, here's another one. What kind? Spare me the dreadful punchline, human, he begged, placing his gloved hands on either side of his skull to shield him from any further terrible jokes. All right, all right, I ain't cruel. She hid her laughter, instead focusing on the radio knobs. Maybe some tunes will ease you up. All right, we're going to skip, 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 skip. There's a lot of driving in this. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to find the bits that are important to the trope. Let's see. Dig, 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 dig. Okay, so they have a little bit more banter. What do you do for fun? Do you exercise? Blue wondered. Sure I do. My work tires me out enough. Plus, check it. She looked down for a quick second from her steering wheel to flex her muscled arm. I sure ain't a bodybuilder, but these are the result of hard work. She didn't notice the deep flush invading Sans's, she calls him Sans again, bony cheeks, his soul glowing excitedly in his chest. Uh, qu quite, he cleared his throat. The, the two drove in silence for a while. Yan leaned back and enjoyed the distant rumbling of incoming storm clouds. Blue, on the other hand, attempted to calm himself. Why did his soul feel like it wanted to leave his ribcage and slam itself into the Alpha's soul? This feeling was foreign, but strangely not unwanted. For a second, he almost felt like she was his soulmate. Your brother, why are the two of you so far apart? She vocally wondered, suddenly curious. We were originally together just a few days ago, but with our previous destination and admittedly very low funds, we had to make do and travel halfway across the country in shoddy vehicles, separately. Blue answered, watching the clouds flash vibrantly with lightning. Shoddy is right. There ain't no way y'all could have made it in that rusted piece of junk. The human looked outside, frowning with unease. A nasty storm is brewing pretty quickly. Are your friends gonna be okay? Blue wasn't too sure. The heavy pitter-patter of raindrops thrummed against the car. I'm sure they're fine, he replied, watching thick globs of rain pound against the truck windows. And we're gonna skip some more stuff. It's not bad writing, it's just not important. <laughs> so we had a shift of perspective over to Red and Sands. So, a blaring conch interrupted both the skeletons and and in rode a red truck pulling over to them. They both watched as the front window rolled down. Hi, Sands. Hi, Red, greeted Blue. Blue, Red and Sands exclaimed. You're supposed to be with the truck. Who are you with? Sands leaned to see who was in the driver's seat. It was hard to see with Blue in the way. Worry not. All will be explained in due time, Blue inquired. I don't think they mean inquired. Motioning both inside the dry, warm car. The click of the truck unlocking itself sounded off, and Red wasted no time to haul the back door open and slide in. Sands followed, dropping his soak jacket in his lap. Hey, fellas, so you're the pair Blue was telling me about earlier. A human female leaned over and waved at them. Pleased to make your acquaintance. 
Red and Sans blinked with wide, with wide eye sockets, both recognizing the powerful scent emanating from the human. The human awkwardly stuck her hand out for a few seconds before pulling back. She smiled stiffly, turning to Blue with a mumble. You didn't tell me they'd be so quiet. Blue shrugged. Red followed the awkward silence by heaving laughter. Of all the shit we'd run into, that's our luck, ain't it, Sansy? Sansa's grin twitched upwards. Yeah, luck. This was a really sucky month. I don't get what. <laughs> How big is red? Um, because I always like think canonically like red is the big as like you know um the Brutus from like Scooby Doo yeah. or fucking Scooby Doo. Wow, <laughs> Brutus from fucking uh Disney. Like you know like the size where Goofy's like small and lanky and oh. Brutus is a big hulking guy. I feel uh, like red is like a mean, big hulking you guy. You mean Pete? Why do I keep calling him Brutus? What the fuck is wrong with my brain like, today? I was like, who are you talking about? Uh, I can't think your, anymore. Your brain just picked a bunch of different uh, threads and are like, put these together. That'll be fine. She'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, I still knew what you were talking about. Oh my that's gosh. the worst part. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, so that's another one of the things that's not widely accepted. Um, <laughs> that red is big? Well, red is big, yes. But the in terms of how big is widely widely debated so i I feel like red is like normal human side where like sans and uh everybody else is just like so baby size in the game sans's model is the same size as frisk um and frisk is like a 10 year old kid so he's pretty short um papyrus is interpreted to be normal human sized um but a lot of people especially for these au's really extend or shorten them um so blue is definitely the smallest he's like he's probably four eight really small they really play up the baby side of him um whereas his brother who is referred to as stretch i hate that name i call him russ in my story so underswap papyrus he's really tall um but not the tallest the tallest papyrus is usually horror tail papyrus who's supposed to be almost like seven feet tall but some so red usually falls in the middle of that usually probably around like five two but some people really make the monsters big they make them more monstrous where like they're all like eight and nine feet tall and then like toriel and asgore who are the tallest in the game are like 12 feet tall i have a hot take for you after the the podcast (laughs) unless you really want me to just share it go ahead I feel like Sans is just skeleton uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> I mean, kind of. He's I got that like, same kind of gremlin energy. I feel like Danny DeVito, <laughs> if he was just like a skeleton that was like sentient, it would literally just be Sans. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like height and all, just kind of like, I could just see Sans driving car, just be like, can I offer you an egg in this trying time? trying time. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of his sense of humor, but like... He, he wouldn't he he would be playing it as knowing that he looks like a total fucking doofus while doing it like yeah or at least it's so hard for me to separate canon from fanon at this point most people play sans as way smarter than he's led on to be in the actual game fanondorf fanon is what it's called i know i just i it's don't think shorter i've actually way to heard say saying fanon fanon is like is like headcanon for an entire fandom basically anyway Let's go ahead and get this shit on the road, because I can't remember if there's anything worth still going over, so we'll probably just get to the end of this chapter, and then we'll talk. Uh, let's see. I don't get it. What's funny? Asked the Alpha, igniting her car and moving onward on the road. Some inside joke y'all got going on? 
Don't worry about it, Sans dismissed, looking out the car window. It's getting pretty late. Where are y'all planning to stay? Questioned the Alpha. Before Sans could answer, Blue interrupted. We have absolutely no place to stay, Blue replied. A little too happy? We might as well be homeless, Red interjected. That's too bad, the human answered thoughtfully. My house is a spare room with bunk beds. Y'all could stay as long as you would as you want. I don't have the heart to turn away wandering souls like yourselves. Staying with an alpha was just begging for trouble. Sans already had enough to deal with. He didn't need more problems. Now we're fine. Oh, absolutely, Red smirked, eyeing Sans. Sans didn't like that mischievous, mischievous twinkle in his eye light. We definitely need somewhere to stay. Ain't that right, Blue? Blue suspiciously stared back at Red. Sure, we're low on funds, right, Sans? Sans gritted his teeth. He wasn't wrong. Seven dollars is low on funds. This human seemed friendly enough, but alphas were avoided for a reason. Shit, this day just couldn't get any worse. It's been a long while since I've had company over, but fret not. I'll be the best host you three guests could ever get. The alpha grinned, sending an oddly pleasant flicker in Sans's soul. The elf. What? <laughs> we're not going to get to the skeleton orgy, are we? No, no skeleton orgy. It's not even that we're not going to get to it. They just didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, so I'm s- done with the story. I I'm don't care done. either. <laughs> we get, we're almost done. I don't know why I hear any more of the story. <laughs> the Alpha's friendly nature was reminiscent of Papyrus, especially her claims of being the best host. No one could ever top his bro. Got any food? <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it shit that passes over my fucking uh, that, was, that was a great like unintentional I I feel like there was like no way that they connected that was a pun it, I feel like that was a complete genuine sentence oh, that's there that's great no one could talk to my bro except for me oh we don't read fonts S. no no <laughs> I'm not saying we would I'm just saying that I feel like that's the rest of that sentence. Uh, got any food? Us poor lost stragglers could use a bite to eat. Red kicked his feet up against the back of the human seat and crossed his arms over his head, leaning back and staring out the window. Kind of like how I currently am right now. Yeah, I know. Literally, as you, I was watching you do that, I was like, oh. <laughs> Red was right. Sans did feel pretty hungry, and he was sure flew, blue, felt, blue felt the same. Blah, 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 blah. I, I feel like I do that at least once an episode. On, on cue, Blue nodded excitedly. If you have the ingredients, I'll be able to make you my world's famous tacos. It's like spaghetti, but you know. <laughs> In a shell form. Shrug. <laughs> Both Sans and Red cringed. Another time, maybe. I've got a nice peach cobbler baking at home. She snacked her lips. Y'all gonna love it. Snatch the recipe from old Con. Um, skipping, skipping, skipping. She makes some couple a couple of puns that impress Red and Sands. Da, 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 blah 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 blah. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Finishing up. Sands noticed the alpha glance back at him hesitantly before connect concentrating on the road again. Sands narrowed his eye sockets at her. Here's my home, boys. Ain't much, but it's humble, I think. She motioned to her window. In the distance, there was a nice, moderate-sized home surrounded by a barn, a large field of wheat, and a single silo. You have so much land. Blue pressed himself against the rain-splattered window as the Alpha took a left to enter her home. Perfect for early morning jogs. 
Nice places to take naps, too. Red scratches chin thoughtfully. Those are their only two personality traits. Exercise and sleeping. Sans's eyelights did, didn't leave the alpha. Pretty nice digs he got. The human pulled up to her house and turned off her car. I told Blue earlier that I got a guy who can help you. His name is Mac. He keeps himself he keeps to himself mostly, but he'll help you. He owes me anyway. He'll have your stuff in by tomorrow. She motioned the three skeletons to her. Red bricks lined her to, lined to her beige house. Windows donned with panels and flower boxes filled with daffodils. Rain pattered heavily on on top of the roof and on their heads as they speed walked into her home. Hurry, there's a mighty storm brewing. She jingled her keys in to unlock the doorknob as and pushed inside. Blah, blah, blah. Her hair lies flat, thickly wet with rainwater. The three skeletons behind her were just as soaked, leaving behind trails of water. Here's my living room. It was a nicely spacious pea-colored living room with two sets of couches, a coffee table, and two bookshelves. Over here's my kitchen, obviously. She sniffed the air. Think the cobbler's just about done. The kitchen was mostly white and brown, just as clean and well-kept as her living room. Say, you don't happen to have any condiments of sorts, do you? Red asked nonchalantly. That's a weird segue. Um, I just got jammed. Does that count? Red scowled and stuck his tongue out in a disgusted fashion. The alpha chuckled. Let's get y'all dried up. I've got a bath, so y'all y'all gonna have to take turns. She tread down the hallway and the skeletons follow suit. I'll go first, shouted Blue. Sands glanced around the walls. There were photos of plants and country scenery. No family photos. She stopped at a thin cabinet door and opened it. The alpha pulled out four towels and handed one to each of them. She wrapped the last one around herself. Vacant rooms there next to the bathroom. Mine is right, uh, Mine is across right here. She tapped the door next to the cabinet door. She just closed. Blue rushed in the bathroom while, while Red trudged in the spare room. Got a phone around here, Sans asked. Over here, she trailed around him and led the way back to the living room. Sans stared at the human. I don't think I got your name yet. I'm YN, you said. You were looking for your brothers? We got our own brothers. Really? You and Blue and Red look alike. You sure the three of you ain't brothers too? There was amusement in her voice. We're not related. I'm just trying to get them home, in a sense. And you'd figured you'd do that on the low-end garbage truck, teased the human? Might as well travel in a three-man bike. Probably would have been cheaper and faster. Sands looked down bitterly. He didn't need to be reminded of the stupid idea of renting such a truck, or agreeing with Stretch to go separate ways by height. What a weird choice. <laughs> he thought if... Why not? One's named Sands and the other's named Papyrus. He thought if he'd keep... He'd keep... He thought if he'd keep his alternates a secret from his friends, they wouldn't be caught up in danger. Still, he probably should have asked for some money from the king or queen. He wasn't used to asking money from anyone. He's a hardworking guy. Well, as hardworking as you can get with his persona. And uh, da, 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 da. he watched as he watched the human hum to herself as she opened the oven and checked the, her cobbler. He clutched the phone, an old dialer. He dialed in the numbers, listening to the ringer, the whole ringer, and waiting for his brother to pick up. Come on, he must have called at least twenty times. No answer. There's one other chapter, but we're not going to read it. It doesn't get into too much more interesting stuff from there. Um, I did the best I could with finding something this week. Like I said, it was it was pretty hard. There's no boning. So There's no boning. I'm sorry. So I don't care. <laughs> also, pun. That was more of the, the reason I said that. That is a pun every single Undertale writer makes, by the way. Yeah, but it's great every time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so... Yeah, with with ABO, it, it can be really hard to find stuff. Like like I had mentioned earlier, um, it's all either really long form, which I just I can't read because I'd have to break it up too much, um, and th you kind of lose 
really any fan fiction at that point. It's just mechanics. Um, or, you know, they're one shots that are just porn and I'm not ready to read that quite yet. Um, I will have to at some point, <laughs> but not yet. Um, so that's what we, we, we stuck with. Um, so let's just go ahead and move on right into the ranking and then we can talk about stuff a little bit. So where do you think I would rank Omegaverse? One second. <laughs> I'm going to just save us some both time and just put us in the same category right there. <laughs> I would put you in the won't read it as I would put myself in the won't read it. Okay. No, I've literally told you I, I read ABO. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's fine. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't read it much. For me, it's take it or leave it. It's kind of one yeah. of those things of like, if it's there, whatever. If it's not, I won't notice. Um, <laughs> I just, I mean, like, unless if it really just comes down to just literally basic animal, like, sentient, like, <laughs> alpha, omega, beta. It's like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the, I, it's, just, yeah. it's just the whole premise of like, there's alphas that can smell omegas and omegas can smell alphas and they have to imprint <laughs> each other. Yeah. And it's just like, that's dumb. <laughs> that's just a personal thing. Yeah. I think it probably appeals more to people who are romantically interested in male presenting people. Um, so Omegaverse really did start as a male, male fit pairing almost exclusively um it's kind of moved into male female being an option but it's still definitely the minority it just i I, it it does have that whole vibe and presence of it just being a male male kind of fic and maybe that's kind of why i personally don't (laughs) care for because i just not yeah it just doesn't i don't want to say pander to me yeah. What's the word I'm appeal I, I, appeal to me personally? Yeah, and I understand there's a whole fan for that, but I just I don't <laughs> want to offend anybody in any way. It's just something that doesn't appeal to me. No, you're fine. You're allowed to have your yeah. own taste. Um, like, so the reason for me it's take it or leave it is because I've read a couple of stories that use Omegaverse sparingly and in the correct ways. So the reason I wanted to pick Undertale for this specifically, and as well as just to cheer myself up, um, is that my favorite Undertale fic is Omegaverse, but only really vaguely. <laughs> so the the biggest way it comes out, and it is my recommendation for this week, so I'll just go ahead and say it now. It's Six Skeletons in Your Closet by Miss MK. Um, it's one of the direct inspirations for my own Undertale AU story. Um so she does it really subtly and really well where it's just it usually comes up only when they're in heat um, and they have different behaviors that they do while in heat that aren't super predatory because the skeletons are all played off as being because um, it's the main three. It's classic, fell, and swap. I feel like there's a... No, bud. I feel like there's a horrible like picture of someone taking like six skeletons in front of a <laughs> giant black couch with like a one AU character sitting on the black couch and they're all just smiling. <laughs> oh no. 
Um, I don't think that ever goes into orgy territory, but I haven't read. I was trying a to say that without saying that. Thank you. The second half of this story, you've already said orgy once this episode. I know. I was trying to be like slight on that part. Though. I was trying to be subtle. Why? It's an. I it's don't a, know. It's a meme about an orgy. You don't need to be subtle. <laughs> well, for the few listeners that might just have to like do some research ahead. No, I don't think it ever goes to that. She is polyamorous with all of the skeletons. Um, most of these reverse harem fix are. That's kind of a staple of of that trope. Um, but I, I don't think they all get together because that would be weird because it involves siblings, which is just icky. Siblings and your own self. So well, yeah, self-cessed I mean, is another really, really popular thing with this fandom, and I hate it. Any jokes <laughs> I made there, I was like, don't actually do that. <laughs> but... Um, this was one of like those stories where it's like I know I seemed like I didn't care too much, but I honestly I, I did enjoy this. Um, I feel like they did do the Alpha Omega uh, Alpha Omega because started mumbling there. Um, kind of subtle, subtle, sub. Why? I don't think it was subtle at all. She kept talking about it. Kind of subtle for bits and pieces. Yeah, is what I was trying to say, but I can't freaking say words all of a sudden um but there was a lot of over things like uh that's an alpha get it that's get what it alphas do. i i pointed it out yeah but like i i feel like there's i honestly feel like there's a story there is i yeah. guess what i'm i'm saying is like she has something the creator has something going i don't yeah. know if you said the creator's name at the beginning of the story yeah their name is candle wax candle wax okay I think I think Candlewax had something going there. Yeah, they've stopped writing it. I mean, it's a dead fic. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing like PewDiePie's fan fiction, but it's still good. I like this one because the setting was different. Um, so, in addition to Is- Miss MK, the other big darling of the fandom is Tyrant Tortoise, um, who I have mixed feelings about. Um, I've actually spoke about that author author with you before, but we're not going to get into f- petty fandom bullshit. Um, but they have their story is so popular in the fandom that it actually kind of spawned its own subgenre of Undertale AU reverse harem fix. That's like all of that, but specifically the main character is their landlady, because <laughs> their story is called um, Sel- Skeleton Squatters and the Landlady. I think is what it is um to interject <laughs> by the way for those not diehard fans pewdiepie was the name of another author it yes. wasn't the actual pewdiepie unfortunately <laughs> that wrote the other fan it fic. might be you never know i mean it's... i feel like that would have made the internet pretty pretty loud for a few minutes who knows anyway um... i feel like i would know because <laughs> i'd be like did you know PewDiePie made like a fan fiction? You'd be like, what? This is stupid. <laughs> um. Anyway, so getting back to what we were actually discussing. So Miss MK does, it, does her ABO dyma- dynamics well in that it's never outright stated that there are alphas, omegas, and betas. It's just, it's implied. It's mostly through heat cycles, which is seen as like a biolo- biological facet of monsters. Um, and they just do vaguely kind of ABO-ish behaviors. Um, like, for example, I'll always remember that Red specifically is a nester when he's in heat. So he makes comfy little nests to protect himself and his mate. And I just think that's super cute because Red is always played as, you know, like 
a fucking thug. Um, so to see like a soft red who can't control it because that's literally just his biology making him do it. I loved. I really like it. You know, <laughs> like a Brutus would be. <laughs> I don't know who Brutus is at this point. I know. I'm just, <laughs> just going to keep calling him Brutus for now on, even though it's not right. Um, so yeah, go read, go read their story. The only issue I take with putting ABO in Undertale specifically is that because they are monsters giving them these characteristics makes them more animalistic which I feel like is really regressive (laughs) yeah because if not a lot of people who listen to the podcast have not read Undertale the whole premise is to get away from you know monsters being yeah monsters they're, they're not different from humans like really at all i mean like they have magic and they are in touch with their souls but humans have souls too they just they can't do magic so like the whole point is that we're not so different you know but yeah so for that i don't like it um i did find this story interesting another reason i did end up choosing this one over any other ones that i found is that the reader character the main character is the alpha Usually they're an Omega and the monsters are alphas because usually the appeal for this fandom for people is being dominated. So to instead idealize yourself as the dominator, I thought was interesting. I was going to say the dominee. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Um, I've also seen recently there's more of an, I have a little bit of hope for this trope. Um, I've seen there's actually recently been kind of a surge in fem slash Omega verse, which I think is really cool. Um, this dynamic that completely excludes men, I think is really interesting because it's so often centered around the male component, whether it's male, male or male, female, um, fan fiction panders to the female reality (laughs) um a lot of male female omegaverse tends to be dubcon as well which is called which is dubious consent um if i will speak in no uncertain terms dubious consent is sexual assault it's not it's not for me i don't like it oh i was laughing the entire time that's a little awkward no you didn't know i was Uh, also like thinking con is just a funny word it's a funny word for a really horrific thing i was also thinking of the one mayor from the simpsons where he's just twiddling his fingers going i can't think of his name i don't know mr burns i think maybe i don't think he's a mayor i think he's an evil capitalist (laughs) i thought he was also the mayor I don't know. We don't watch The Simpsons. I don't. <laughs> no, you might be right. I think he is a evil capitalist. Because I think there's another person in the show that is a mayor. I don't know. That um, being said, never watch The Simpsons. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think that was kind of all of my points I wanted to make in regards to ABO. There was, again, the thing we, men- the thing we mentioned before we started the story of rank versus secondary gender. Um, so I hope it kind of becomes a little more inclusive i I again i find it really regressive like making monsters animalistic i find the whole idea of a secondary gender really regressive because if you're gonna make it like a gender you have to make it like a gender which is to say it's just a bunch of cliches we've assigned it's not your biological sex it's your gender role so you should then be able to transition to a different you know role 
if you want to. <laughs> that has to become part of this trope, I think. Otherwise, it's just kind of lame. But also to that point, if you're going to play it as just like a secondary biological sex, they shouldn't mention it so much. <laughs> it should just be assumed, I guess. Kind of like the way most most normal, I don't want to say normal, but most, you know, non-enlightened folks treat gender as they see it being both sex and how you present you know it should just be accepted it should just be normalized it should mm. be talked about because like you don't go up to some other person who presents as a different gender than you be like hello human male i am human female we have the ability to procreate together isn't that fascinating no nobody talks like that so what you're talking about i talk about like that all the time so if that's just part of their life if it's just part of their biology it should be it addressed. makes things very awkward at work i'm just, <laughs> just gonna say anyway those are all of my muddled hot takes um on abo a, a, a trope that i could either take or leave um so we did rec we did rankings we did impressions all right so then it is time for fic libs I have a quick question for you while yes. we're getting to the page for Fick Libs. Uh -huh. Did you ever get a response back about that YouTube thing? Clarification. No, I didn't. Guess okay. what I didn't have you give me words for this week. We're not going to do Fick Libs. <laughs> Sorry, we lied. It's probably fine. This episode's long. This is a long episode, so we'll give you that, but I, I apologize. We <laughs> slipped, it honestly slipped my mind too that we didn't even do that yet. Ugh, I am so mega prepared. <laughs> Yay! Oh, God, I feel like <laughs> at some point, if this ever keeps going better down the road, we'll have more of a set plan to our. I methodology. do. I just literally forgot to have you do ficlips. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a scapegoat, honey. You don't have to ruin the moment. I have also planned out our entire next episode because I need us to record like on Tuesday of next week. Anyway, so. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Just a real quick couple of plugs. Um, go follow us on all of our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and my Tumblr. Um, check out our uh, lit tier maker list for all of the tropes. If you want to kind of read ahead on what we've got coming, that's the best place to do it. Make your own. Share it if you want. We'll basically retweet any of them that's sent to us. I'm always interested to see what people are into because um, it's always different than what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> if finding if perusing for stories teaches me anything it's that i am apparently very specific um and people don't write for what i want which is why i always have to just write it myself um our email address is rated t for f word at gmail.com if you've got longer form criticism or suggestions for us if you're that youtube guy feel free to reach out <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure you're a spam bot at this point because i got another one also through the contact us on our WordPress, which I'm no longer posting on because it was making me crazy. Um, that was telling us that our SEO sucks. And I'm like, yes, I'm aware um, because I did not get SEO trained in college. <laughs> um, I was supposed to take that class and then they canceled it on me. So I was like, cool. Um, Very nice uh, email so far. <laughs> thank you for all of them so far. And we yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. And thank you as always to Caitlin and Meg who continue to be our most amazing supporters. Caitlin, had commented, um, I'm replying to you here because I literally can't reply to you on Podbean unless I download the app to my phone, which I can't do because my phone is old and I have no room on it. But I literally can't reply to you on there, so I'm doing it here. Caitlin had written, uh, commented for us that they had written crack themselves, um, <laughs> and commenting that you know it's it's not always bad, and I totally agree, it's not. I just 
if you've got good crack, good crack stories, I should definitely clarify when I'm using that term. If you got if you've good got... crack, share it with us. <laughs> if you've got good crack stories, our address stories, is uh... please send me recs because I would love to be able to recommend some and actually enjoy some for once. Um, otherwise, thanks. She does for... want to enjoy some good crack. I, I'm having a massive drink of alcohol tonight. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the best I can do. <laughs> that's the most energy I can I can you know muster up at this point. Thanks for, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you back next episode. And uh, stay safe. And insert microwave society <laughs> goodbyes here because I, I can't think of anything. I don't think they have one other than screaming. Oh, uh, they have one now. Oh, do they? I it, haven't watched their videos in a while. Yeah, it's something weird. It's just like. Make sure to supply. Goodbye. <laughs> you know what else is weird? What? This ending. <laughs> like, Goodbye, all of our other, <laughs> like all of our other endings as I go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.